Welcome to episode 14 of the Perfect Part Podcast. This is my fifth episode with nutrition expert Ben Feynman. This time, we move away from focusing on golf specifically and look at nutrition for performance in the gym, including how to structure your diet for muscle growth, when to fuel your body after a workout, and how to reduce soreness after a workout with nutrition. On to the episode. If we move away from the golf course and competition and more towards training, specifically in the gym training, how can you support your body for mm-hmm. muscle growth and speed gains with nutrition? Well, I mean, it's not all that different than athletic competition. Um, training is a little more controlled environment. So I would say you have mm-hmm. a little bit more control over, you know, like the timing of your nutrients. Um, but again, um, you know, uh, pre-training, um, just try to get like a little bit of protein and carbohydrate in your body. So let's say you're going to, you know, go do like a strength workout at nine o'clock in the morning, you wake up at seven, um, you know, like try to get maybe like a bowl of oatmeal, banana, you can maybe like mix some like peanut butter whey protein in with your oatmeal. So you get a little bit of fat and some extra protein in there. Um, excuse me, could be a shake, but, um, you definitely want to get some calories in before training. Um, so that way, like your body has some energy to burn during your training session. So, um, definitely getting like a good source of carbohydrate before that. And again, if it can't be whole food source, then look more to those liquid calories. But, um, I would really prefer to, you know, try to get like a, a solid whole food meal in like before training if you can. So, um, eggs are always good, you know, might have a little whole wheat toast and like a cup of fruit on the side would be like a good pre-training meal. And then after the workout, it's, it's similar, just trying to get like the protein and carbohydrates in. So, um, again, you have like that two hour win- metabolic window that you w- really want to try to maximize your muscle gains and kind of, you know, get that stuff in you as soon as you can. Um, so, you know, if you have time and you can get home and, you know, eat like a good meal after that, but, um, again, like a, a lot of it isn't going to vary. It's just getting like a good protein source, um, getting like a, a three to one carb protein ratio typically. So, you know, if you're like, blending up a a drink or something. Um, let's say you have like, uh, 20 grams of protein. You want to try to get around 60 grams of carbohydrate. So, um, you know, that's like a good guy, like a three to one carb to protein ratio after a workout is pretty adequate, um, for making sure that you're going to get everything you need in for muscle recovery and just have an energy to finish the rest of your day with everything else you have to do and then prepare yourself yeah. for the next day. So something I know a lot of people who listen to this podcast struggle with and is, you know, I think mainly because there's a lot of information on the opposite is weight gain. They're looking to put on a lot of muscle and a lot mm-hmm. of weight. What should their game plan look like in doing that? So carbohydrate, I think contrary to a lot of people's belief, they think it's all about just loading up on protein. Um, you do need to up your protein a little bit. Um, but at the same time, like for building muscle, um, you actually need to up your carbohydrates a lot. Um, because again, carbohydrates are kind of the fuel for your muscles. So if you're looking to build, um, you want to up your protein a little bit, um, but definitely up the carbohydrates as well to just give your body more energy to burn or, um, energy to utilize for building muscle tissue. Um, but at the same time, it's, it's kind of going back to the same thing, like look for good, like natural sources. Um, you know, so again, like all your whole grains are good. Um, 
you know, like for carbohydrate sources, everything we just talked about, like your whole grain, pastas, brown rices, um, potatoes. I keep mentioning those because that's kind of what I utilize for like a lot of my carbohydrate intake. Um, things like that. Try to stay away from like your white breads, white rices, that kind of stuff. That's not going to have all that much nutritional value. Look for the slower digesting carbohydrates that your body can pull a lot more minerals and vitamins from. Stuff that's faster digesting is typically going to have less nutrients in. So, I mean, your body can uptake those carbohydrates and use them more. But as far as like longer sustainable energy and pulling a lot of vitamins and minerals and all those micronutrients um, that are also going to kind of go into effect with some of those processes that goes into recovery and, and building muscle tissue, um, you want to make sure you're getting a good amount of them. So, um, you know, again, like a, a good, you know, like muscle building meal, like just up the, like, instead of doing like one to two cup handfuls of carbohydrate after meal, up that to three or four, maybe even five, um, you know, and I think that also, you know, gets in the conversation of body type. So, you know, you have your um, ectomorph, mesomorph, endomorph, um, your ectomorph is going to be someone who's typically like a lot leaner. Um, they're sometimes what people will call a hard gainer. It's typically a little bit more difficult for these people to build muscle mass, um, you have your mesomorph who are people who just kind of have like that natural muscular build that they can put on muscle very easily. Um, and then you have your endomorphs on the opposite end of the spectrum who typically can gain weight and muscle very easily. They have a tough time losing weight a lot of the time. So kind of like looking at that, um, someone who's an ectomorph, you're probably going to need to eat a lot more carbohydrate and, you know, up your protein a lot to get that muscle gain where, you know, someone who's a meso or endomorph um, probably can still build a good amount of muscle just kind of doing a more adequate intake of um, carbohydrate, up in the protein a little. Um, you know, some, some people's bodies are a little bit more responsive to carbohydrates. So, you know, I would definitely say um, kind of try to get an idea of what your body type is, and then that can help kind of like dictate like how you're going to build your meals. But, you know, again, just kind of you always want to get like the one to two servings of vegetables. You always want to get the one to two um, palm pulls of protein. Um, but if you're looking to build muscle, like up that protein to maybe three or four palm pulls, and then, you know, like three or four, even five cup handfuls of carbohydrate, um, again, using your body portion as a scale. But a lot of that is just going to help dictate the meal. It's not necessarily like you have to change um, the amount of, or change the content of what you're actually eating, but you might just need to like increase the proportion sizes. Um, you know, to build muscle, you need more calories. Um, to lose right. weight, you need to take in less calories. I mean, it's kind of you know, it's simple, but it's not. I mean, it's it's simple. It's not easy. Like when you look at it, um, you know, you you lose weight when you're burning more calories than you're taking in, and then you gain weight when you're consuming more calories than you're burning. Um, but when you're doing a lot of like high, um activities where you're breaking down a lot of muscle tissue and like high endurance type activity, you're just going to need more calories to replenish. So that's why, you know, like after working out, you want to definitely up your carbohydrate yeah. and protein. Is there weight. a magic number of calories for weight gain you want to have above your uh, basal metabolic rate? Um, for building muscle? Yeah, so um, Above your basal metabolic rate, like maybe like 500, okay. 2,000. Um, again, it's going to depend on your body type. It's going to vary. It's definitely going to vary per individual. But um, 
if you're someone who's like looking to build muscle, so like we just talked about building the meal structures and kind of what your portion sizes would look like, um, just kind of start small and build up. So, you know, maybe that means adding like one palm full of protein. So that could be like maybe an extra half chicken breast or, or beef or fish or, you know, whatever your protein source is. And, you know, let's say like you're eating like some quinoa as your protein source. Maybe you just start by doing like one more cup handful and then kind of see how that goes. See, are you putting on muscle? You're not. Okay. Then maybe that means, all right, let's add in another cup handful. I mean, a lot of it, um, you're just going to kind of need to play around with and just kind of see what works for you. Um, you know, what works for me might not work the same for you because we have different body types, um, different ages, different physical demands. So, um, yeah, like I would say maybe like 500 to a thousand calories above BMR, but, um, that's definitely going to vary, but you know, in simple terms, just try to like slowly increase like the proportions of your carbohydrate and protein, kind of see how that's, you know, how your body's responding to that. And then, you know, maybe you need to, you know, add a little more. And on the other end of the spectrum, if you're trying to lose weight, same thing, like maybe cut out, you know, one cupped handful of your carbohydrate, um, since that's typically what's going to influence like weight gain and weight loss the most, um, reducing that would be where I would start. Um, and it, it might actually mean like increasing a little protein just to keep yourself feeling a little fuller between meals. So you're not going to eat as much yeah. and want to snack as much. So, um, a lot of it, it, you know, has to do around your appetite and how you can regulate appetite. So, you know, as we said in the beginning, if you fill your, uh, stomach with a, larger volume of lower calorie food, you know, it's going to help you lose weight. If you're filling your stomach with uh, a large amount of high calorie foods, typically going to make you gain weight. So, you know, um, there's definitely fluctuation to it, but you know, those are some good general rules. Thank you for listening to this episode of the perfect part podcast. You can find out more about my guest in this episode and where you can find them in the episode description. If you want to view the entire interview now, you can do so at theperfectpar.com. You can also find out more about me and shorter podcast clips on my Instagram at carter.strout or my Twitter at carterstrout.